previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. So we will need in the records tower in the city's keep. I have a better idea. I'd like to interview for a job. If you can get the key to Donovan and to Jack, then they can go into the room. Well, Hamina, or should I say Lady Nightvale, could you write a letter of recommendation about how great I am? Can we like pull a 21 Jump Street where we accidentally switch our papers? Let me go ahead and get you your first tour of the keep. Are you fucking kidding me? That worked. Flying colors. All right, yeah, no, so we'll just head up to the guard. This is a priest, and we're here to look at some holy shit. What is your priest's name? Priest Priesterson. (laughs) (laughs) Natural 20. Go ahead, right on in. What are you doing while you wait for Josh and Dosh on their tour? I'm going to cast Minor Illusion to give Jack here the appearance of a Wookiee. It's going to be an issue when we come by and see a Wookiee and a guard. I don't know what we're going to know to pass off the key to him. The guard of the records room immediately looks your way. Hey, what are you doing over there? Transporting the prisoner. I need to cast blindness on the guard. You managed to blind the guard. Can I use a bonus action to dominate him? I whisper in his ear. Don't scream. Wait, does this guy have a key on him? That would save me having to make a fucking wall. (laughs) You guys get into the record room. Give me an investigation check. It's a nat 20. You have the scroll that identifies where Hoke Venderberg is residing. The guards are shouting, Intruders! Boom, I've released my arrow as a reaction. In the throat. Cast Tasha's hideous laughter on him. I'm gonna just run by him, close the door. And Josh and Dosh, when you reach the 10th floor, you hear maniacal laughter happening. And you see a guard with an arrow in its neck. The tour guide goes, Intruder alert! You must leave. Are we getting fired? You are not being fired. I can't deal with you right now. Oh my gosh. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and dungeon master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro. You guys know how male bees die after having sex? No, it's the praying mantis. The male bees also die after having sex, which means their whole life is about honey, nut, cheerio. Brad Richards. I'm going to get to you in one second, Paul Camper. (laughs) What sorry-ass website did you get that off of? Because, by God, that was horrible. Anyways, hey, Paul. What's up? What's the difference between a lentil and a chickpea? I don't know, actually. I don't want to hear this. I wouldn't pay $50 to have a lentil on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Is he laughing? Kind of. Matt Smith? How am I like a male bee? (laughs) Your whole life is about honey, (laughs) nut, and Cheerio? I also die after I have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Glad that you're still here with us to record this today. Don't play with that, you'll go blind. (laughs) And Brad Renfro. 
Hey, hey, Paul, thanks for having me tonight. He really likes the joke, what's the difference between a lentil and a chickpea? You should try it. You know what you should try? You should try playing Dungeons and Dragons with me tonight, because this is our 96th episode of the Death Saving Bros 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. You know what 96 is backwards? I knew that motherfucking shit was coming as soon as you looked at me. 69. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we 68 and I'll owe you one? It's now going to be called 76. (laughs) Fucking inflation. (laughs) Paul, this is where you start. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Which part? The inflation joke. Yeah, the 76, because I was like, wait a second, coming down from 96 to 76, that would be deflation, but you were going up from 69, so now I get it. Mm-hmm. This is just... <laughs> either way. This six, isn't worth it. 69 is <laughs> a mouthful, either way. Let's keep it... <laughs> Let's myself. keep it rolling. All right. Cheerio. Last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast, uh, our adventurers, who are named Dosh Johnson... Josh Donson, Jack Jackerson, and Donovan like Cher. No. You got this backwards. You forgot my middle name. <laughs> I think you uh you misnamed two of the characters. You got them backwards. It was actually Dosh Johnson and Josh Donson. Oh, you mean Dosh Johnson and Josh Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for correcting me. See, you said you said Dosh Johnson and Josh Donson, but what you really meant was Dosh Johnson and Josh Donson. Yes, thank you for correcting me. Not to be mistaken with uh, Josh Johnson and Dosh Donson, either. Those are two other completely different characters we haven't met yet. I still don't like the fact that my middle name has yet to be referenced. How funny would that have been if we had Dosh Johnson, Josh Donson. Josh Johnson. And Dosh Donson. Dosh Donson. Paul would probably fucking hate us. (laughs) (laughs) We had a a golden opportunity. (laughs) So completely. F- I think the listeners would have hated us as well. Ah, nobody cares about them. We care about <laughs> ourselves. We care more about we care more about pissing you off than we do about pleasing our listeners. Let's just get this yes, straight. Yes, we do because uh, just had that conversation on Reddit. We'll get to that in a little bit. Sounds good. Wait, you said Jack Jack's middle name hasn't been referenced. Correct. What is Jack's middle name? I don't think I know this. I feel like we should wait till an. We opportunity. have to work it in naturally. Yeah, hey, you got to work it in. You can't. I can't just say it. God, play the game. God damn it! Stop metagaming. Bitch. First thing <laughs> my character does, you. Hey, buddy, what's your middle name? <laughs> That's fine. And you can do that, but first, let me give a little bit of a recap. So, you four were going into the free city of Chorus and trying to access the locked shipping records in um, one of the guard towers so that you could locate the residence of Hoke Venderberg. You successfully did that, albeit via method that was not planned at all, uh, but you were successful and everybody managed to get out of there alive. You found the shipping records, which indicated that Hoke lives in a suburb outside of the main part of Chorus, which is technically just like a sprawling city of various uh, boroughs and suburbs. So you head back to the inn where your companions, Wilhelmina, Finrail, Vigus, and Taylor are all staying waiting for you. And um, Taylor says, Well, did you get it? 
We did, no thanks to you and your lazy ass, dragon ass, high level magic caster ass. 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 Ass, 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 ass. Well, if I just did everything for you, when would you ever learn? Why would we need to learn if, you're, if you could do everything for us? You're saying you're putting the fate of uh, Ralvaria in the hands of... A learning opportunity? Uh, yeah, a learning <laughs> opportunity for us? The hell is wrong with you? Hey, sometimes plan A doesn't work. You gotta go to plan B. It's effective 95% of the time. <laughs> well, technically Jack is right. I was plan B, and uh, I was waiting at the top of the guard tower, ready to break through that skylight if I needed to. What a killer. Mission Impossible <laughs> style. Dan, 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 dan. Never do that again. We have Mission Impossible, <laughs> but don't have Wookiees. Good. I have a formal complaint. <laughs> <laughs> I want a complaint formally. Let me get my suit. Wilhelmina steps up and says, All right, Dosh. So, now that you have the records, where are we going next? Directly to his house. Do we have any sort of plan? Yes. Yes, we get our dragon to eat mm. him. <laughs> <laughs> and then she kills him. Figus chimes in and says, Actually, that might not be such a bad idea there, Wilhelmina. All right, game, set, and match. <laughs> but hold on, really quick. I, I just want to say I don't like it when you tell me to shut up. I don't like it when you talk. <laughs> so we're both at an inconvenience here. I guess we'll live with it. The meanest priest I've ever seen, right? <laughs> Obviously, you haven't seen that's my boy, have you? Donovan told me that I should, I should stand up for myself. So I'm, I'm gonna do that. No, you keep my name out of your mouth, boy. <laughs> Donovan, who? Donovan likes share. Oh. <laughs> See, now I have to kick your ass. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. We have a guy in this team named Donovan like share. Yeah, he sings all the time. There's a guy in this team that dresses like a pirate. <laughs> who is Steve the pirate? <laughs> Scurvy. <laughs> Hey, look, Steve the Pirate. <laughs> what am I going to share all this buried treasure with? Gar. Gar. Peter. Gar, Steve. Finrail says, wait, I hope you're not talking about me. I don't sound like a pirate. Who the fuck brought this guy? We have a cowboy on this team. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Doug Dimmadon. Owner of the Dimdale Dimmadon. That's right. That's right. Instead of Gar, just howdy, partner. <laughs> howdy. Are you talking about the Hammer Dome? That place hasn't been standing in nearly 20 years. Yeah, neither have the owners. Damn. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, wait, that's not my character anymore. That's not my character. Flashbacks. <laughs> Do you want me to start from the beginning? <laughs> yes, please. Okay, so there is these two baby half-orcs. And everyone died. The end. That sounds like a great story for another time there, Jack. I actually happen to know those two, and the story's not that interesting. Anywho, <laughs> our listeners agree. <laughs> I'll tell them you said that. I suppose we will follow Dosh's plan, and uh, we'll leave this area, and then we will climb aboard Taylor's uh, Dragonback, and then we will fly to Hoke Venderburg's residence and stop this incursion before he can do any harm by bringing in demons and Trugalan forces. Can we take a rest first? Um, yeah. Are we rested? I'd like to be rested before we get going. I'm rested. We used some spell slots last time. Oh, we didn't, so let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Just sleep on Taylor's back during the journey. Is that allowed? 
Yeah, we're gonna tie you to her legs. Yeah, I. You could do that. Is the journey long um, enough? It, well, it would only be a short rest if you rested while flying. Isn't that all I need? Well, we're just gonna have Taylor take like do the trip twice, so that we are still there for a long, or long we could rest. Just snooze and then ride Taylor all night. <laughs> I picture uh, I picture Taylor on the back having a big saddle like Appa from Avatar, where we could all just chill in it. See, usually when you try to put a saddle on a female, they get mad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get the spurs. <laughs> <laughs> the giant, the giant Appa saddle is actually what I envisioned as well. Gotcha. Hmm. But yes, as long as we can. She get doesn't going. like the saddle. She likes bareback. Well, the saddle allows multiple room for many passengers. Yeah, just don't true. pull her hair. She might uh, fly off course. I mean, we know where she like. We know where he is. Um, should we go touch him? What if he's at his mama's house? Do we touch have her, her address? We touch her too. I say, I say we just wait for the appropriate time of day and or, you know, when we know he'll be at home. and then You hit go. him with his weakness. His mom. Violence. Oh. Meatloaf. Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! What? Okay, so let's clarify a couple of things. Are you doing a long rest at the inn or are you short resting while flying to his house? I can just short rest to regain spell slots, right? No. Well, then I'd like to long rest. Did I use any spell slots? Yeah, warlocks be. can, but only warlocks, I think. Well, then, yes, I can. I but then can. Jack Jackerson can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Donovan is a warlock? Since but, when? But you don't know that. <laughs> Since 30 seconds ago. I'm just short resting. Okay. Unless unless Jack here needs a longer rest, but I don't think he used I many use, spells. I used two. You used the level. dash action to sleep twice as fast. I mean, I used two second levels. Yeah, that shouldn't be... That shouldn't kill you. So you wait until cover of night, and then you wind up uh, skedaddling out of the inn, going to an open field, and then Taylor transforms... You climb aboard, and you all take off in the direction of Hoke's residence. You don't know exactly what type of residence it is. As you're flying, you take a short rest, and if you're doing a short rest, um, you can regain hit points by rolling hit dice, uh, and you have a number of hit dice equal to your level. So if anybody needs to roll those now, go ahead. No, I don't. I don't think anybody, yeah, I don't think anybody lost hit points last time. No, I just want spell slots back. Alrighty, so you fly high over chorus, and then you reach Hoke's residence, and you realize that it is a sprawling manor. It is nestled on a large plot of land. There are extensive gardens, and there are fountains, and there are gravel walkways. Not a single light is on in the manor. Did anybody get, like, a clairvoyance-type ability? Oh, actually, I have... <laughs> I have showed me directly I have a spell straight-up called clairvoyance. I forgot about that. No, it's, like, one of the only things I don't have. What, is that, wor- what does that word mean? Clairvoyance? Yes. It lets you clairvoyate. <laughs> yeah, it allows, you, it allows you to find the voyance of Claire. I, I never gone looking for Claire's voyant before, but... I heard it was quite buoyant. You should try it sometime. It's exquisite. It's a good, good explanation. Can I, I, can I use tongues on Claire's voyant? 
How'd that go for you? What about stone shape? Or flame strike? <laughs> yes. Flame strike. So, Matt, did you want to use clairvoyance, or does anybody else want to use anything, observe anything, as you're uh, circling over the manor? Are there any guards patrolling in these gardens or anything? Give me a perception check. And, uh... Do it with disadvantage because it is dark. But what if I have devil's sight where I can see a normal and magical darkness up to 120 feet? I don't fucking drag. You're high up in the air, so go ahead and do disadvantage. Fine. What if he squints real hard? It was 17 and a... We're taking the 17. What was the other one? 20. Nice rolls. Yeah, with the 17, you don't see any guards down there. Okay. The uh, looks looks relatively clean. That was why we were deciding if we were clairvoyating. <laughs> uh, I guess all clairvoyance does is I can choose a location and put a sensor there that would let me see or hear in, like, a small area. So that would be more if, like, you know, we were trying to, like, listen in on a conversation or something. Not necessarily scan for homies. Hmm. Well, we're just trying to eat him, right? And then kill yes. him. Yes. We're trying trying to gobble him up. Right, hmm. just push. Do so I know if Hoke likes to wear any kind of specific jewelry or like clothes or anything think, that's unique to him? Do you think he's evil? <laughs> um, you don't know anything about Hoke, honestly, aside from the name and his reputation. And that he's evil. Um, do I even know what he looks like? Well, you don't. You've never met Hoke. No one's ever been like, "Hey, Hoke, he's this big, fat ass with red hair or something." <laughs> uh, not in canon. They haven't. That's why they call him the Gingerbread Man. Gingy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what he actually looks like? No, he doesn't look like the gingerbread oh. man. <laughs> not, not the gingerbread man. Not, not the gumdrop button. <laughs> not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> did I accidentally just describe what Hoke looks like exactly? No. No, you did not. <laughs> Dang. Do we know if he's evil? Yes, based on everything that ha- has been told to you, he is evil. Can yeah, I... like when he walks down the sidewalk and he doesn't make room for people coming the opposite direction. Can I detect evil? Uh, you would have to be closer to the manor. And right now, you're higher than 120 feet. So what you're telling me is I have to skydive. Again? Did we do that? Oh, we did. Halo jump. Oh, I guess it worked the first time, didn't it? <laughs> Just come down his chimney like good old Chris Kringle and fuck him up. We are recording this almost around Christmas, so. I'm pretty sure Chris Kringle doesn't slide down somebody's chimney and whoop this motherfucker's <laughs> ass. Just bring a dragon down the <laughs> chimney just to eat him. You've been naughty this year. And then uh, kill him afterwards, too. What's in your bag, Santa? Pain. A dragon. <laughs> What'd you bring for the Christmas party, beef? Yeah, it could actually work, because Taylor's small enough that we could drop her down the chimney, and then she could turn into a dragon inside. It's just like, as we throw her out of the... Like, it's like what's in the bag? We just throw Taylor out of the bag. She transforms into a dragon. And mounts him. It's a nice. large projectile. And then eats him afterwards. And then kills him. Um, I feel like if we just send Taylor down, she's gonna get fucking two-pieced. <laughs> So wait, hold on. Have we established? Does does it look like anybody's even home? All the lights are off, and there's no guards around. Do they have a ring doorbell? Hey Taylor, serious question. While we're just you know trying to decide what we're doing. So, yeah, sure. You remember back when we were um, infiltrating 
Lady Nightvale's party, and you were you were there, and you were in disguise as not a halfling, so you were tall, and you were wearing a necklace that specifically made you taller. Yeah. If you were already faking being a halfling, why was that even necessary? Why wouldn't you just fake being something else? Well, because if I wound up running into anybody that... Okay, hold on. <laughs> you broke Paul. <laughs> I was operating... I was operating as Taylor. Taylor the halfling. And therefore, when I went undercover with you all... Well, no, you weren't all there, but... Um, when I went undercover with other people that were part of, what was our group? <laughs> the Revengers. No, 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 not, you guys weren't, um, I guess part of Wilhelmina's group. As part of Wilhelmina's group, I needed to maintain that form. I couldn't just transform into something else. Weren't you supposed to be in disguise anyways? See, this From is... my dragon form? <laughs> yeah. This is why we have a problem, Taylor. You can't trust me. It hurts my feelings, and I lash out at you. Oh, that's why? Maybe if you two <laughs> keep, a, keep a more open open communication, you guys could figure this out. Make things work. Um, as you say that, who has a perception higher than 13? Me. Uh, Passive perception. Me. Can it be equal to 13? No, higher than 13. Me. Me. Okay. Uh, Donovan and Jack, you both catch Wilhelmina looking over at Finrail. They're gonna do it. As Josh is talking about open communication. I say we just look at each other, do the old head nod, and then watch secretly the gossip. Wait, how do you calculate passive perception again? Ten plus your perception modifier. Does your proficiency go into it at all, or is it... If you're proficient in perception. Yeah... Well, I'm not. Okay, so I didn't see it. Okay, I just want to make sure. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck me. I, I want to turn around and look at it and say, yes, open communication, you heathens. Especially in the bedroom. You're welcome. Who are you addressing that to? The very happy couple also riding, Taylor. <laughs> um, Wilhelmina snaps no. her. No, Dosh and Josh, that couple. <laughs> <laughs> you already broke Paul. You don't need to break him again. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't know. Josh and Josh this whole time. Your name is Josh Johnson? That seems somehow familiar. Playing dummy sticks. <laughs> we're interlocking fingers as we're holding hands. <laughs> My thumb is gently rubbing back and forth <laughs> on uh, his palm. See, <laughs> one one can't take the other's name because it would be way too confusing. <laughs> so we're going to take both last names. So I'm going to be Josh Donson Johnson <laughs> and Josh Johnson. It would be Dosh Johnson Donson and Dosh Johnson Donson. I think I said it. <laughs> you said the same thing twice. Well, Dosh this is Johnson canon, Donson and Dosh no, Johnson yeah, Donson. Be Wait, Josh, I said the same thing twice too. Josh <laughs> Donson Johnson and Dosh Johnson, Johnson Donson. Donson. Well, that wouldn't be the same last name. This They'd is both a, be taking two different last names. Okay, that so... That just happened to be flip-flop versions. So we would just have to add one on, so what it would be Josh Donson Johnson and, um... Dosh Donson Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, and we're going Donson Johnson. <laughs> or we could both name. take a unique last name. I'd say that's a pretty Jackerson. unique name. Jackerson. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I meant Wackerson, sorry. Like share. <laughs> Josh Donson Johnson Jackerson like share. It's got a nice ring to it. It really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, you could abbreviate it. DJD or J D J J L C. JDJLC? Of course. Okay. JDJLC. It's the name of our club. So Finrail turns to Dosh and Josh and says, Wait a second. You two were a couple? Canon now. Not a problem. <laughs> he just reminds me so much of myself. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they say opposites attract, right? <laughs> Well, I, I I think that that has some merit to it, and he glances over at Wilhelmina. <laughs> Jackerson, what's the uh, <laughs> what's the Church of Helleros's opinion on the premaritals? I'm trying to think of what to say that's not going to get cut. <laughs> and I would also like to know the Church of Helleros's opinion on Josh and Donson's relationship, <laughs> or Josh and Josh's. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and just think how many times I managed to say that correctly last time when I was drunk. This is four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't really a part of the story last time, I feel like. <laughs> we had a lot of Wookiee talk going on. Wookiee, Wookiee, Wookiee. I need to know if uh, your God allows uh, what me and jo Dosh <laughs> have been doing. <laughs> and uh, Cornholing in the fields. And what... uh. Wilhelmina and Finrail have been doing as well. Or thinking about doing at least. I think, uh... Maybe actually doing it? And I know, Jim. I turn around and play, y'all fucking? Finrail, y'all fucking. Y'all fucking? You hit that shit? Hit him with Zone of Truth. Oh. Finrail <laughs> says, well, I... Uh, and Wilhelmina says, no, of course not. Have you ever thought about it? You're a liar. I... I... I wouldn't even entertain that... That question. I would like to use insight. Oh, come on now, Billy. <laughs> Wait, they're going to do it themselves. Hold on, hold on. They're, they're, they're working this one out. Actually, let, yeah, let's see how this plays out. Let the power of Hillerose heal. <laughs> Last I heard was, come on, Billy. Oh, come on, Billy. I, I mean, <laughs> I thought we were finally trying to get somewhere. I thought that things were going good between us. Y yes, of course things are good between us, but that doesn't mean that... It doesn't mean what now, Billy? Please stop calling me Billy. I I told you that that is a pet name that I don't I don't want you using right now. Well, if you don't want me to call you pet names and you don't want me to talk to you as if we were trying to get somewhere, then what are we at all? Stir this fucking pot. <laughs> let's go. Let's stir it some more. <laughs> all right. Is this really what we should be talking about as yes. we're hovering Listen. above a castle <laughs> I mean, ready for a mission, guys? We can't go into combat with these kind of feelings unresolved. What if something were to happen? You need to know where you stand. Finrail says, oh, I think I know exactly where we stand. I'm good to go. I like it. <laughs> Billy, are you good to go? Do you know where you stand? Are you guys on I, the same page here? I, I, I suppose so. Well, if you have anything to say, let's do it now, because you might not make it out of this shithole alive. What has been your most wild fantasy about Finrail? Somebody cast on a truth, go. You're gonna need two girls and a cup. <laughs> Wait, I do have Zone of Truth, don't I? <laughs> I would hope so. You're a priest. You should be able to get the truth out of anybody. It's called a confession. I have it's called a confession. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. 
Oh, I do have Zone of Truth. <laughs> I also have Detect Thoughts. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wait, I think I have that. Just start detecting thoughts and say everything out loud <laughs> that they are thinking. See what gets a ping. <laughs> We're gonna be okay. I have calm emotions. <laughs> Wish I had that in real life. Figus has been sitting at the edge of the Appa saddle and suddenly <laughs> says, Look, everyone! There's, there's a light on in the house! Fuck off, Figus. We're trying to figure out two marriages. We're trying to, trying to see the light in their relationship. Look, Billy, you already died once. You've had- you have your second chance. I'm trying Don't to Don't let it slip away again. If I have anything that'll stop me from dying Do not I miss jump. your chance to blow. This Whoa. opportunity comes. Alright, I want to say, Taylor, are you ready to take us down? Yes! Please! Okay. I don't want to hear any more of this. Right, and before we immediately descend, Josh and Dosh, I pronounce you two married. Hey, Billy <laughs> and Finreal, y'all are married too. Let's fucking hit it. Does Do you do we sense any <laughs> jealousy from Taylor? <laughs> Nobody cast Detect Thoughts, so uh, Taylor starts to descend. Did she fart on the way down? Because that would be a, a good indication. Does she of her descend being upset. in a particularly aggressive way? <laughs> <laughs> like she has some resentment to some people on the saddle? Uh, yeah, she she does descend a little aggressively. Interesting. I have a question about how uh, telepathically communication communicating works. Okay. If I have awakened a mind where I can telepathically communicate with any creature in thirty feet, regardless of language, can I like? So does that mean I can like read people's thoughts and then just like don't say anything? Make a connection with them, or do I just like send a message and then they can? It's like Facebook Messenger. They have to accept your message first. Well, and what's it like when the message is pending to come through? Do they just hear this loud ringing? <laughs> they have to either accept or decline it to actually hear what it is. They just hear a little... And it just never stops until the message is either accepted or declined. I'm pretty sure that, Donovan, you can speak to other people's minds, but they cannot respond. Hmm. Hey, Taylor, flap your wings once if you're mad. Hey, Taylor, flap your wings twice if you're not. All right. Um, so let's get these newlyweds down here. <laughs> let's have ourselves a honeymoon. <laughs> we tie cans off the back of Taylor. I don't want to know what you two do with your cans, okay? It says, just hitched on the back. <laughs> you keep that to your, keep that out of Hellerosa's light. False. Five faces? Six faces. Five faces. Five faces, and they're all looking at you with disappointment. <laughs> I have five faces, they all disapprove of your decisions. Hey there, everyone. Here is a quick update from those of us behind the mics. I'm your DM, Paul, and these are this week's announcements. First, I want to thank all of our listeners for your support. If you've been enjoying the show, we welcome you to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser. We love to see your comments. We love to hear your feedback, so much so that we read your reviews on the show. If you listen to our previous episode... We even read a few of those reviews several times over, and there are more still to come, so your review could be next. 
To those of you who are able to support us financially on patreon.com slash deathsavingbros, a huge thank you to you as well. As the month of May 2022 comes to a close, so does the qualification period for the upcoming set of physical rewards. Beginning June 2022, if you become a Shade Arrow supporter for at least three of the next six months, so that's through November 2022, you'll be eligible for exclusive Death Saving Bros merchandise. Previous fulfillments have included t-shirts, canvas maps, and character miniatures. However, if you can't commit to that level of monthly support, be on the lookout because we will be revamping the reward structure for the lower tiers in the coming weeks. There is a public post on our Patreon as of posting this episode, and we're looking to get some final feedback on what you, the listeners, would like to see. We welcome all input, and then we'll make final adjustments uh, as to what the new Patreon supporter tiers and rewards will look like. So even if you're not currently a patron, but might want to become one at, say, the $5 tier, send us your thoughts at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros to help form what your tier would look like in the future. Speaking of Patreon, I always like to recognize those patrons that support us and have made this show possible before getting you back to the episode. Those who pledge at the $5 tier get a shout-out at the end of the show, but the following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher, so they get their supporter shout-out right now. Ryan Cushman and Gene L. Jackson. Thank you all for your support. There's just one final thing to share before getting you back to the episode. The Death Saving Bros crew will be taking a summer break here shortly, so there will not be an episode on June 14th. That would be the next bi-weekly release date, uh, but we will be taking that release week off, which means that the next episode, that's episode 97, will be released on June 28th, 2022. Mark your calendars, and we'll see you then. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Alright, so we're descending aggressively and rapidly, and we saw a light on. So with the lights on in the room, do we see anything in the room? Anybody in there? I'll I'll give you this one without a perception check. You you do not see anything. Um it look the light is Look at the curtains. The light is seeping out in between the cracks in some pretty heavy curtains, so you can't okay. see anything moving in the room. Okay, that's fair. Taylor asks, Alright, so I'm descending. Where are we going? Where's the weakest I point know, of the it, roof? I guess you said to descend. <laughs> um, do we know the weakest point of the roof? No, why would I know that? We just go straight into that window? I thought we were going to drop her down the chimney. Why don't we just Kool-Aid man the ceiling? We'll just jump off onto the roof. All right. What's the fun in that? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is the, is the room where the light's on on, like, the bottom floor or the top floor? Go through all the floors. Top floor. Top floor, so roof. Right. All right. 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 
Hey Taylor, can you smash the what? What's the roof made out of? Wood or cinder block? Hopefully, it's cinder block. Obsidian. <laughs> Most buildings in this era and area are made out of wood. So you're telling me that there's people that can transform into dragons and halflings, but people haven't figured out how to use fucking blocks yet? Are you fucking cracked? Okay, we're going through the roof. All right. Fuck it. And uh, full scent. Taylor wings her way down and over the roof, and then. Uh, it's only a five foot drop from her back to the roof. I, I, I think the instruction was... Uh, We're going through the roof. You're dropping us off on the second floor, not on the <laughs> roof. <laughs> so I need you to ascend and then come barreling back down again. <laughs> so Taylor does glide right over the roof and then she starts climbing again. She goes, are you nuts? I don't know what's going to happen in there. There could be wizards. There could be a whole bunch of guards in there. I don't Hold know. On. I am not crashing through the top of the building. You're a fucking dragon. <laughs> it's a good thing we brought our dragon. <laughs> I'll detect evil bitches. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> so detect evil and good. Yeah, that one. That allows you to tell if there's an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you. Or are you trying to use a paladin feature? Ah, that's so much boring. No, I was trying to use detect evil and good, but apparently it's not strong enough to do that, so we're just gonna fucking guess. I said, don't worry, Taylor, I already just detected that there's no wizards in there to blow you up, so we gotta smash (laughs) this bitch. (laughs) Or, I guess now that we have a room that we know specifically, I could try casting clairvoyance in there. And see if I can see. Do we have to hold you over the side so you can see through the window? <laughs> just grab his legs. legs. It's just me physically looking in there. <laughs> <laughs> you can only cast the invisible sensor of clairvoyance in a location that is familiar to you. So you had to have visited or seen it before. A familiar or obvious location. Like something like on the other side of that door. Oh, okay. That's, that's true. That's the second part of the spell. Okay. Uh, okay. Josh, grab your husband's legs and hang him over the side of the house. Come on, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Don't act like he hasn't grabbed you before. Let's get this moving, sugar tits. Go. (laughs) All right. Oh, he's bashful. (laughs) Exactly what I do. I I, I first take my pants off and then... Kidding, kidding. <laughs> Easy. I know all you guys want to see this, but no. What do you mean, you guys? What do you mean, you people? He's breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah. So seriously, if, <laughs> if the best bet is for me to lower my husband, whoa. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. You just married him, dumbass. <laughs> That I'd like to do so. Uh, yes, you'll definitely have to lower me into position for it to work. <laughs> guys, way to be all inclusive. Proud of you guys. <laughs> I just realized I have an Echo Knight, so I can make two of me. Ooh. That can make for some fun nights. Ooh. <laughs> the, uh, I guess there's there's no equivalent of Paris in this world. So what would be <laughs> the, uh, the Eiffel Tower in... <laughs> in this world? <laughs> in this world. I don't know, the Arkshine? That sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give you that arc shine. Give me the arc shine. 
<laughs> All right. Two sides of the arc shine. Well, arc shine later. But now, <laughs> I guess the best way. So, if I do just grab his ankles and lower him, am I going to need to make some sort of strength? Like, <laughs> to make sure I can do it? Um, yes. No, these are familiar ankles to you. <laughs> And if I were to do something more along the lines of tie a rope around him. Proficient. Ooh. And, oh, yes. Bind him by rope and then tie (laughs) it around me and then wrap that around the chimney or something. (laughs) Would that not require, like, a a check and it would be successful? That would then require a sleight of hand check to uh, make sure that the knot is good. All right, well, I'm much better at strength, so I'm just going to grab my husband's bare ankles. I like to, I'd like to make sure that first I'm, I pull up his pant legs so I can feel <laughs> his skin and have a good grip on his ankles. Just because I wouldn't want the pants to slip because, you know, <laughs> a little loose around the waist these days. Um, and <laughs> I guess I'm going to lower him over. And as I'm holding him down, I'm just... <laughs> the view I have... <laughs> I hope you're wearing a skirt today. <laughs> just so I could look right up. <laughs> you know, I used to think you were crazy, but now I can see you're nuts. <laughs> yeah, but it's happening. So, yes, I grab <laughs> I grab his bare bony ankles, and I'm going to lower him so he can peer in. Through the window. Well, now that I'm in a uh, satisfactory position, <laughs> I'm going to cast clairvoyance inside that room. Okay. Clairvoyance, which, by the way, has a range of one mile. <laughs> <laughs> so completely unnecessary. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Okay, so then I will assume that Taylor made another pass over the roof. Uh, Josh and Dosh jumped off, landed on the roof, and then did this whole thing. So I'm going to need a stealth check from both of you to land on the roof. God damn it. While they're doing this whole feat, can I telepathically communicate with uh, Josh? What do you want to be in my head for? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to be like... (laughs) just. Hey, while your husband's casting clairvoyance in there, make sure he just tells us what he sees as well. Just scream it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna... He's like whispering up to me when he's hearing, Hey! So he says! <laughs> he sees a person! <laughs> There's two dudes! There's two dudes in there! They're holding ankles! <laughs> They're 96 <96ing. laughs> That's your reflection in the in the in the window, Josh. <laughs> so message heard and understood. I rolled a nineteen on the stealth. I rolled a uh, thirty on the stealth. What? <laughs> Fantastic. You land like fucking cat burglars on the shingles. I would never steal a cat. And uh, you make your way down to over the lit window, and then I need. Josh to roll an athletics check uh, to lower Dosh. This might be the worst running gag we've ever had. <laughs> I would look deeply into his eyes and be like, I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I think my boner's gonna mess me up because 
<laughs> I only rolled a 13. <laughs> Hopefully that's strong oh, no. enough. <laughs> I mean, Dosh is pretty light. He's kind of on the smallish side. Yeah, a 13 does pass the check, so... I'm just slightly distracted, so it's not, it's not perfect, but... Actually, I think back at the beginning, I did roll for my height and my weight, so I'm 137 pounds and 5 foot 6. That's pretty average. Some regular dude. <laughs> so, Dosh, you are now in position to look into the window if you wanted to, but you go ahead and cast Clairvoyance on the opposite side of the curtain, and... Wait, can I it, can I see in there without casting Clairvoyance? You'd have to make a disadvantaged perception check because there's only a small crack in the curtain. I'll just cast Clairvoyance. Well, he's used to handling small cracks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you cast um, Clairvoyance, and then are you going to choose seeing or hearing? Seeing first. Okay. You cast clairvoyance so that the sensor appears on the other side of the curtain and um, you can now see in the room. In your mind's eye, uh, it grows a little fuzzy and then it's like tuning the old television sets and suddenly you can see in the room there's one man sitting at a single table and you recognize it immediately as Clayton Colwyn. Dick! Who the fuck is that? See, he's the only one in there. Clayton Colwyn is the only one in that room. And you can see that Clayton is sitting at a table eating a bowl of soup, and there is a single candelabra lit on the table. Hmm. Hmm. Deciding whether or not to fuck with Clayton. Who's Clayton? He's some prick. I think it's his ex lover. <laughs> uh, Clayton Colwyn is the actual owner of the Crow's Heads, and when. Uh, Roscoe was doing all of that shit in Salt Mine Valley. He was actually acting on behalf of Clayton. And then uh, Dosh stepped in and took over everything. Clayton showed up and then wants all of his stuff back. Oh, so we should kill him. Well. I think that would be a good course of action. Potentially. What better wedding gift to give to the newlyweds and him <laughs> decapitating <laughs> the other guy that's trying to bone him? <laughs> Our, our wedding gift is the, the opportunity to murder someone? Yeah. That's a great gift. You guys got married on the back of a dragon on a recon mission. I think more normal <laughs> things have happened. <laughs> I can't, this, this, I could not have think, thought of a better way to spend my wedding night. Where's the honeymoon gonna be? Right now. <laughs> Clayton's room. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Cast silence! <laughs> 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 All right, so you see Clayton <laughs> sitting at the table. Uh, what would you like to do next? Honestly, I would like to change it to audio. Oh, you're <laughs> eating soup. Actually, that's exactly what you hear. Nice. All right, I guess I'll change it. I'll change it back to video. Roll for Wait, boner. Did you did you hear? Did when you were looking the first time? Was he eating a bowl of soup, or was there somebody underneath his desk? Oh no. <laughs> Oh, I mean, no. according to Paul, there's just him and his bowl of soup. Okay, I just wanted to make sure what that sound actually Although, was. Although, in the time between, you know, changing from video to audio, I don't know if someone else ran in there. So I'm going to change it back to video. <laughs> there is no tablecloth on the table. You can clearly see that uh, Clayton is seated alone. Are his pants up? Yes. There's no, like, 
fly that's down or anything? Nope. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> I was say, we're waiting for you two to come back on your mission. This is y'all's episode. This is your mission. We had ours last time. <laughs> we're not married. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess I'm going to leave it on the video thing for now. I could be like, hey, uh, sweetie pie, can you can you pull me up? Be sure to not to hit your boner on the side of the roof. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's caught in the gutter. Hold on. <laughs> You're kind of reverse hooking yourself here. <laughs> I pull him up. Thanks, Shookums. And then he pulls him. Nope. Then he pulls John Dash up. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Buttercup. <laughs> I could be like, okay, so it's this guy I know. <laughs> How do you know him? I immediately get jealous. You can see it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a guy you know, huh? Yeah, his name's Clayton. Uh, he's not the best. The best at what? At being. Ah. Gay or a person? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you tell Clayton he could fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Clayton, oh, Christ, he's ba- he's a bad guy. Bad guy is probably working with Hoke. Um, bad guy, worst lover, working with a uh, another bad man. He's also probably a a bad lover. Okay, but uh, so two bad dudes doing two bad things. Yep, we could probably try and abduct Clayton and get him to if Hoke isn't here. Tell us where he might be. Or if Hoke is here, tell us what room he's in, at least. Okay. Now, if we penetrate this room and get Clayton two-on-one, then how do, how do we make sure he's not going to scream? And uh, then more people might come in. See, one of us can try and get him from behind, while the other person goes for his mouth. <laughs> And that way, he won't be able to make a sound. <laughs> and that way, we, we can really get in there and try and get the information we need. <laughs> <laughs> and what if... What if things mess you up? <laughs> and... <laughs> what if things get a little messy while we're in there? There's some more... Some more, uh... More men show up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really stir this shit up? I guess we'll just have to deal with them as they come. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I can comfortably take, and I look at my, uh, look at my hands and kind of just glance around my body. I'm like, I think I can comfortably take four at once. <laughs> <sighs> I, I think it sounds like a good plan. <laughs> So, I guess we need to answer two more things. One, how are we going to get in there first? Are we going in the front door, the back door, the side door, mm. the chimney? I say, alternatively, I can cast sleep. Or I could make you guys a door to penetrate. <laughs> he won't even see us coming. <laughs> I could also blind him. So. And dominate person. <laughs> 
Yes, that was going to be my next thing. Is <laughs> what should everybody else be doing? Are they gonna? Mm. Are they going to enter with us? Mm. Well, the more you have entering at once, the uh, the more successful. Well, yeah. I, even if more guys show up, I do have fast friends and tongues. <laughs> All right, I would like to uh, and guiding hand. I'd like to give the signal to Taylor to come land. The signal is ka-ka. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor alights on the roof. Alright, well when she lands, she sees uh, Josh and Dosh in a prom pose waiting to greet them. And I'd like to say that, well first welcome to, to the rooftop. Um, okay, so here's what I propose. Based on his gorgeous eyes over there, what he was able to see in the house... <laughs> was Clayton. Bad man named Clayton. Clayton, last name Bigsby. <laughs> <laughs> and we think he would be working with Hoke. So, what we might propose is that Jack Jackerson, Jackerson, comma, Jack, middle name, Person. initial, what, what's middle initial? Jack, what's your, what's your middle initial? Oh. Jack Orgasm Jackerson. Mm, no. Oyster? No. Oscar? No. Offerman? Oliver. <laughs> Offerman? Is it Jack O.J. Simpson <laughs> Jackerson? <laughs> what a killer. Um, Jack, I'd like to address you properly. What is your middle name? Offerman. Jack Offerman Jackerson. And I'm not the gay one. <laughs> We're going to use him. If you would create a door through the roof, it will make us easy to drop drop inside. I'm sure. Now, how big of a door do you guys need? I know you guys are good at getting into tight spaces. However, I want you guys to be comfortable on your special night. Well, if there's at least two of us going in at once, there's the entrance. Thing. I would like for all of us to jump in this one together. Ooh, so it needs to be real expansive. Mm. Yeah, because what you have happen? a lot of give to the borders of the door. Proper stretch, I got you. <laughs> so no, essentially, what what we're looking for is for you to create a large door for all of us to go inside of, and then we're all gonna go in, and then we'll all be in a room with just us and Clayton, and we could use him for information on the whereabouts of Hoke, and Hoke's home. Then great, we could find out where in the house he is, and then go kill his ass and if he's not home we could at least find out when he'll get home that's what we propose question to the DM mm-hmm. stone if I use stone shape mm-hmm. does it make an audible noise of me crafting stone what if you also have silence going so you don't it. hear the crafting of said stone but I only have one spell slot left for silence or is Wait, it like I a could- magic poof couldn't I cast silence as a higher spell slot? Yeah. You could. You could cast it as a level two. Well, it you... is a level two. Silence, I don't think, has different levels of... Well, I'm saying, like, if I wanted to use, like, a fifth level spell slot to cast silence if we really needed it, could I do that? Yes, you can. Oh, okay. Oh, That's... Yeah. See, I'm new to this magic shit. <laughs> I want to make sure I know what we... <laughs> you silence him hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's real quiet. So you can always cast a spell up. You can't cast But you can't cast, cast it down. down. Yeah. Right, okay, I'm with you. So, physics. If I were to shape a door in the stone, 
would it alert multiple men that would want to inflict harm on us? I'm going to say no. And you're lucky because I did happen to say that this was a shingle roof made out of slate shingles. I didn't say slate, but that's what they're made out of. So you can actually shape a hole in the roof. Yeah, that's kind of why I can I like. shoot him with a banishing arrow. God damn it. <laughs> that's kind of what I was going with. If not, I was going to make a small incision next to the window and we were going to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles our asses right through there. So... So it is okay. We could just drop on the table in a soup. <laughs> Bitch didn't order dudes hot. with your soup. And as soon as we do, I'd like to catch Tasha's hideous laughter. So he has no choice but to find it funny. <laughs> um. So the um, stone shape can't be larger than five feet. In a square fashion. No more than five feet in any dimension. So height, width, thickness. Yeah, so I can make a square of five feet. Yes. Five by five square. Correct. Which would allow no more than two of you to jump down at any one time. Okay. Well, thank goodness. That we're in pairs. You won't have to let go of each other's ankles for this. <laughs> should we, should you can we just cartwheel straight into there? Should we leave Fargus with Taylor until we give her the signal? Woo! <laughs> caw, caw. You say that, Taylor just whips Fargus through the window. <laughs> Comes crashing through, <laughs> just his hairs flying in the wind, dagger in both hands, screaming like Prothean. And then he gets fucking stabbed with a spoon. <laughs> well, maybe that's a good idea to leave Taylor on the roof with, with Figus. And that way they could keep watch to see if anybody else comes approaching the house. Right. And if we need anything, like an emergency, hey, crash through the roof as a dragon, we could easily make that happen. Right. So that's what we're going to do. And then I'm going to look at the newlyweds, both sets, <laughs> and my duo here, Donovan, who we're not intimate with. Um, Yet. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to look at them, say, are we ready? And I don't wait for them to nod. I just make the door. Jump. I jump in. Do you literally make a door or do you make a hole? I feel like these gentlemen would enjoy if it was a hole, so a hole. Okay, so a hole forms, and then Donovan jumps right in. I hope to God somebody followed me. <laughs> and close the door, close the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I, I make it, and we go in. Okay, Donovan is first through, though. Donovan, as you come falling through the ceiling, uh, you see Clayton look up. You have a chance to react before he can. With a mouthful of soup. I have a chance to react before he can. You have, yeah, you have a surprise round. You have an action. Blow on his soup for him. Establish friendship. <laughs> can I use water walk to walk well, on his soup? When, <laughs> no, I just like to hit the ground and for, I guess, any sort of action, I would just like to train an arrow, like draw an arrow, ready it, and just, you know, it's like, don't, and just tell him very sternly, don't move, don't make a sound. Is it a banishing arrow? Maybe. Good call. I approve of this one. This guy sounds like an ass. Okay, so are you readying to shoot that if something happens? If he moves or talks? Any sudden movements or sudden noises, yes. If he does not listen to me, okay. I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> it's funny how in the D&D &D world, that's very like non-threatening, since most people could just tank an arrow yeah. just, like straight to the face. But not, like, a, not really not a not a shot. Say, say, not a warlock arrow. Yeah. <laughs> An arcane archer. All right, so Clayton slowly puts his hands up on the table, 
They're just palms facing up, and the rest of you drop through the hole in the ceiling, and uh, you're facing off against one another across this table that he's sitting at. I want to go cover the door. Hey, Clayton, buddy. My friends here have some questions for you. Just cooperate with us and everything will be all right. All right. Oh, yeah. You really think that everything's going to be all right? Yep. I'd, yes, I'd say so, as long as you cooperate with us. Maybe I should be saying it the other way around, Dosh. Cooperate with me, and everything will be all right. Cooperate with my dick. All right. Got him. I non-banishingly just shoot him with a regular arrow, since he can probably tank this right in the leg. (laughs) The leg? At least hit him in the chest. He could breathe with an arrow in him. Fuck him. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to hurt him. He knows I'm in business now. Right in the eyeball. And I retrain an arrow. So you shoot the arrow, uh, and it stops midair. God damn it. Hmm. Wait, does it matter if I have magical arrows? All of mine are considered magical. It does not matter if it's magical, but um, as soon as the arrow stops midair, you realize that it has struck a creature that materializes from invisibility, and you see that it is one of the imps, similar to the ones that had attacked Dosh and South Salt, and uh, it crumples and dies. And then Clayton slowly stands up and says, It took you long enough to get here. We've been waiting for you. And you see the entire room swarming with demons. I cast sleep. (laughs) And that's where we're going to end our episode. Caw, caw. (laughs) Help. Wait, are demons undead? No, they're not undead. What? I think that has to be part of Detect Evil. Yeah, but you never actually said that you cast it. Well, yeah, because I didn't think there was going to be fucking imps in the room. He's just chilling, eating soup soup calmly, surrounded by like dozens of imps. God damn it. Can I detect evil? (laughs) (laughs) No, they're good imps. (laughs) We hope that you enjoyed this uh, very odd energy episode. We didn't get very far, but uh, we had some good character. Progressive episode. uh, Some good character development and um, interested to see what happens in the battle next time. If there is a battle, who knows? Maybe you guys just give up. Butt sex, probably. (laughs) Cowboy butt sex. If you enjoyed what you heard and you can't wait until the next episode, head over to patreon.com slash deathsavingbros to check out the exclusive content that is available there, including bloopers, conversational recaps, and extra episodes. If you would like to keep in touch with us in between episodes, you can reach out on social media at deathsavingbros on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit. I am personally available at hpcamper on Twitter, and at hpcamper.14 on Instagram. You can find me at benfro15. You can find me at ima underscore b underscore rad. You can probably get a hold of me on Reddit at Death Saving Bros. And you can find me on the PlayStations as FATT-Smith. And to all those of you who are listening in your cars, in your homes, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one.
This episode was made possible by our patrons. The following individuals have pledged at the $5 tier. Tad Corsi. Thank you for your support. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Leaf Hollow, Lord Merryweather Wants You Dead, The Merryweather Estate, To Long and To Lose, Viraline Instrumental, and Your Home are copyright Will Savino and the Music D20 Project. The song Rise of the Pumpkin King is copyright adventure music. The song Parlor Perturbance Mystery is by Boy King of Idaho. These tracks were used with permission, all rights reserved. The songs Hard Boiled, March of the Spoons, and Sardana are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0 and sourced from filmmusic.io. The tracks Silent Motion and Here and Now are music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.